As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is Action and Ambition, the show that takes you all over the world to share interviews with the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their backstory, get the most important lessons they've learned on their road to success, and hear exclusive tips on how to implement their success in your own life. Action and Ambition is brought to you by Entrepreneur Magazine and your host, Andrew Metal. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining another episode of Action and Ambition Podcast with your host, Dominique Linton, but not just me. I have another phenomenal guest with us today, Kevin Kamenyar, who is a marketing expert, nature lover, and social activist with almost a decade of experience in marketing. His company, Yellow Tree Marketing, is dedicated to making an impact on climate change by partnering with One Tree Planted, to plant a tree for every new client and an additional tree every month, the client continues to work with them. Wow, that's awesome. Well, without further ado, Kevin Kamenyar. Awesome, Dominic. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here to talk about the company, my experience in marketing and um, uh, growing companies and uh, starting companies ideas. So happy to be here. Nice. Hell yeah. Let's do this thing. But before we get into all of the good stuff, um, how are you doing, man? How's your day been? Doing well. I am in the middle of uh, Culver City in Los Angeles. It's oh, about okay. 76 degrees. So I'm very happy because the weather has been going up and down. But <laughs> so it's been really nice today. What about oh, yourself? Gosh, lucky. I'm in the valley. So it's like scorching over here. And I'm oh, jealous gosh. that it's 76 for you. <laughs> It's like in the 90s already, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's just going to get hotter until like six o'clock, and then we can- Well, listen, you're always welcome to the west side. Um, <laughs> I, I lived in the valley for a long time, so I can definitely appreciate some of the struggles you're experiencing. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. But yeah, day's going well. I mean, now even better that I get to talk to you and learn more about you and your company. So awesome. um, yeah, before we get into where you are now- could you actually give us a breakdown of your background before you got to where you are now? Sure. Uh, so let's say I've been in marketing for about um, eight plus years. Um, started, so I, I think the journey in, um, started with me founding Embrace Let's Connect, which was a, a nonprofit organization. Founded that in 2015. The idea behind it was that we um, provided market-based uh, literacy education to children living in Nicaragua. There's a oh, wow. whole story behind that. But you now once I um, experienced the, the magic of that project and, you know, making 
uh, some sort of a difference. I just, that feeling always stayed with me and I, it never really went away. So, I, and I worked at, uh, in marketing since and during um, in for big corps and, and startups. And, but I always just had this craving for getting that feeling back of like, man, I really missed that, you know, that high of, of building something from scratch and, 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 and seeing it go from idea to all the way to product to actually making an impact. So it was very powerful. So earlier this year, I started uh, Yellow Tree Marketing. And uh, the idea behind it is that we uh, plant a tree for every client we work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for and the longer they stay with us, the more trees we plant. So on month two, we plant two trees, month uh, three, we plant three trees. And a client we work with uh, uh, chooses where the tree can be planted anywhere from California to the Amazon rainforest to, to Kenya. So that is sort of the, the general, um, I guess, timeline of where we are, but I'm happy to answer any further questions. Wow, that's actually really awesome and such a unique idea to, you know, not only have a service that you're providing, you know, to clients, but it's also you're providing, you know, life back to this earth, which is amazing. And I guess, how did you come up with that idea to, you know, loop it in with what you guys do? Yeah, I mean, so a couple of thoughts. I think number one is where we, we wanted to be different. Uh, we wanted to people to be excited about what we do and be love sort of the mission behind the brand and the company. So um, the, the in the beginning, so January to February, I was in, in tons of pitch meetings with everyone possible just to pitch the company and see what, how people respond. Uh, and the, the uh, first thing, the thing that I love the most was that everybody I spoke with, you know, I, I could be pitching how awesome our social, social media packages to how incredible our production services are to um, any kind of um, um, reputation management work that we do or PR, et cetera. But the one thing that people got really excited about is that when I would talk about how, us working together, we will plant a tree um, uh, and you choose where it's gonna be planted. And what was really fascinating is that, um, you know, I spoke with clients or prospects all over uh, the United States from the West Coast, uh, the East Coast, Middle America. And uh, what made me feel really good was that, you know, we are in an incredibly polarized, um, politically polarized world where everybody feels like they're a part of this pocket of beliefs or this pocket or et cetera. But like everybody got excited about planting trees and it was mm-hmm. just such a, it felt like such a unifier. Um, so that made me feel really good that we're actually building something that people would enjoy um, being a part of. Um, and I guess the idea came from, uh, look, uh, climate change is a, is, um, is a real issue. I think it's a, mm-hmm. we're getting to a place where it's becoming an existential crisis to, to our survival, but more importantly, the survival of our future generations. And we just wanted to do something um, to be able to, to combat it or slow it down. And, you know, I think it's one of the challenges is that um, when we think about making a difference, it, uh, it could come off, um, um, the, the, the thought of making a difference could be um, uh, challenging in a way that we feel like it has to be something incredibly large and something like building an electric car. Not everybody can build an electric car because mm-hmm. it's incredibly challenging, but everybody can plant a tree. Everybody can donate something to plant more trees. So, you know, making a difference um, 
is not as challenging as it may seem. So um, that's that's that why idea came from. That's awesome. And I mean, yeah, we got to continue to get back to the planet because it's our one it's our one planet. You know, it's our one home. We got to take care of it, which is yeah. what people are forgetting about. And, you know, with the tree planting, um, do they have a selection of different types of trees they could plant? Um, not exactly trees. So we, we partnered with uh, One Tree Planted, as mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier. And um, so we essentially send donations to One Tree Planted and they plant a tree. Well, they, they um, uh, manage the entire operations um, uh, of the tree planting. There's not really a choice of the tree that's being planted, but there's a choice of location. Mm -hmm. um, so we actually encourage our clients to go to uh, OneTreePlanted.org and, and find if there's an, an area that they're very excited about. So if there's, if they see that it's, it's important for them to plant a tree, uh, trees in the Amazon rainforest, then we can do that. Or if they're living in California, like yourself, and you see the real impact of the, the, the forest fires that we experience on a yearly mm -hmm. basis, you may be excited about planting trees here. So we, um, we, we're, we love the opportunity to present that option to, to our clients. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, you know, what are some of the, I guess you could say, obstacles that you face and what are some of the lessons that you've learned from, you know, going through those challenges? Hmm. Um, let's see some of the challenges. Well, so um, I'm going to backtrack to my previous company with Embrace Let's Connect. I think the biggest obstacles we faced uh, were our model was too complex. Mm -hmm. So how Embrace Let's Connect worked is that you find us through, whether it's Google search or social media, or, um, um, or we're on a podcast or something. When you go on our website, you make a donation anywhere from $5 to $500. And you get a, uh, an Embracelet in the mail with the name of a child. That's essentially where you're establishing a virtual connection between yourself uh, and the child. So there's a, a connection between a donor and a beneficiary. And then after that, we would keep you updated of where the money is going and mm -hmm. how the child is improving literacy wise. Uh, and it was an incredible model to, to, to have. And uh, the intent behind it was definitely good, but it was very complex and there were so many moving pieces. So from that experience, I learned is that, you know, sticking to simple, um, a simple approach of, uh, from point A to B can work much easier. So like uh, with the current company, we're not actively going out and planting trees. We certainly want to get to that level where we're doing that in our communities. And, you know, maybe a few times a year we're, we're doing company trips. We're actually planting trees and plants, but uh, we're trying to simplify the process as much as possible. So I guess the obstacles were from Embrace Let's Connect where it was incredibly complex and there were so many people involved. And yeah. then the learnings were to just make it as simple as possible and partner up with organizations that already do what you want to do. There are so many solutions to so many problems. And sometimes all it takes is, you know, reaching out and to see if there's fit. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. You know, you don't want to overcrowd or um, chew too much that you can, like, then you can handle. Um, yeah. definitely simplifying, you know, something instead of making it too complex to where people either can't understand it, or it's just, there's gonna be a lot of loopholes here and there. Um, that's definitely a big thing. 
because I know um, I've definitely done that myself in the past uh, with HR. I'll take on too many projects thinking I could do it all, but sometimes just got to lessen what uh, lessen my load and go at the pace that I know that will be comprehensible if that. If that. You're, you're, you're spot on. So like the, I think the biggest challenge is always like, how do we make it as simple as possible for people to understand? But what there's, I guess, a twofold. Number one is operationally, how can we simplify the process? Mm-hmm. Number two is that we want to make sure that our peop- uh, the, our target audience understands exactly what we're selling and how the process works right away. If yeah. it takes forever to explain, then I'm doing something wrong. So I think <laughs> we're doing that with um, Yellow Tree Marketing in a better way than before that, you know, everybody gets it right away and they get very excited. And so far, there's been a lot of positive feedback. Yes, I could only imagine. And, you know, with Yellow Tree Marketing, um, I guess, what are some of the, or I guess with your, you know, your model, would you say that is one of the bigger things that brings new clients and attracts, you know, uh, yeah, like new clients? Yeah, um, it's a good question. I think, so short answer is yes. Long answer is that, you know, so we there, there's three uh, main offerings that we provide at the moment, which are social media management slash growth slash media buying, then it's video production, and then it's uh, reputation management slash crisis PR. And I, I, I will say that I think we have incredibly talented people on the team, mm-hmm. but I, I will not go as far as to say that we are the best in the world in what we do. Uh, we're very, very good, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think our um, key differentiator is that we're so much better than everybody else. I think what people get really excited is that uh, we have a mission and everyone who's involved with the project is passionate about the mission and they believe in what, uh, uh, in what we do. So I, I've not seen um, other marketing agencies have some kind of a mission that they um, attach to, to their business model or, or at least uh, in, in this regard. So I think people get really excited about this. We're very loud about, you know, um, um, about how many trees we plant, about the impact we're making. So if you go on our website, which is yellowtree.co, or if you look at our social media channels, it, we're very much passionate and proud about this mission. I think customers and, and potential clients really relate to that. Yeah, definitely. Your mission is very unique, something that no one really has. And that's definitely something that sets you guys apart and makes you special. And I could only imagine how that adds to, you know, your ability in terms of the marketing space. Um, That's really awesome, though. That's super cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, you know, with One Tree Hill or One Tree Hill, my gosh, talking about (laughs) TV over here, One Tree Planted um, is were they basically the only, you know, people or um, I guess organization that you reached out to or were there other options out there? No, it was the only one. Funny enough, I was um, um, listening to the radio, I think it was sometime last year. And it was a, I think it was an advertisement or some, somebody did something where you can, uh, they partner up with One Tree Plants and they said that they're also planting trees. I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. That's exactly what we need. That was just like, a, like sometimes the universe opens, um, you know, opportunities for your, like not even opportunities, but like give certain signals. Mm-hmm. I was like, I remember, Driving in my car and listening to radio, I was like, man, this is it. And reached out to them. They were the only ones. And they were very just um, nice and gracious. And 
we scheduled a call and we just right away we were like, okay, let's do this partnership. And so far it's been working really well. Nice. That's awesome. That's good to know that it was like almost a sign and just hand in hand kind of just worked out smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I think we're we're given signs more often than than we'd like to acknowledge. It's just sometimes it's just like, you know, just taking action when we see those signs. Oh yeah. You gotta take action. That's something that uh, I feel like we all struggle with is seeing the signs and seeing the opportunity and just taking action right then and there. And I right. feel like, you know, we tend to delay or have second thoughts or just, I don't know, something with pulling the trigger is just a little scary. Yeah, it's it's the idea of risk. And um, I think sometimes we overestimate the potential risk that comes with um, um, our we overestimate the potential failure that can that can come from taking that risk. I think if we spend a little bit more time, so I think we're we've become very very good at calculating the risk of doing something. But I think if we can reframe that and focus on the cost of inaction mm-hmm. and the cost of not doing something, so both quantitatively that could mean you know that could be uh, uh, an idea or a project worth. Um, a few hundred bucks or a few thousand dollars or a couple of million dollars, whatever that number is, but also qualitatively, that is the, the feeling of creating something and following through from scratch. There's really nothing that can match that. Yeah, that's very true. And are you, uh, is the company the headquarters in LA or do you have uh, other headquarters, you know, around the, the country? No, uh, for now we're just in LA. Um, we we certainly want to expand and grow, just like our trees are growing. But um, um, you know, we're taking it one day at a time. So far, we've been we've had a, an incredible. You know, the company's only uh, let's see, uh, it's going to be six months old in, in ten days. So oh, we're very wow. young. Yeah, but um, we we we're very um, fortunate and appreciative of of the success we've had so far and the interest in what we do. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, how many employees do you currently have? So there's about 10 people involved with the project now. Gotcha. So lean, mean machine, huh? It's been, listen, I'll tell you, it's been a journey. We're, we're very fortunate to be sort of in the position we're in revenue wise, demand wise. In fact, we, um, we've got, we've had so much demand about a month ago, we had to stop our advertising because, because we just don't have the bandwidth to take on as many projects as we want to. Mm-hmm. So we, we want to stay humble and, but also very aware of how many people can take on how many things. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes sense. And, you know, aside from expanding, um, are you able to tell us uh, or give us little um, hints about any new exciting projects coming up? Oh man, new exciting projects. Well, honestly, we just want to continue growing and understanding um, what our customers love the most and mm-hmm. uh, potentially figuring out how we can engage them more in, in what we do. So, you know, right now they choose to plant a tree somewhere in the world or two trees or three trees, et cetera. But maybe there's something we can do um, on, a, on a local level where we can get the community involved and you know, we're not sure exactly what that's going to look like. We have a lot of ideas, but that's the next goal. Uh, we certainly want to continue our trajectory of growth. Um, and But also, you know, if you, this or any kind of the work we're doing can inspire even one person to do something, to whether that's to plant a tree or 
to file an idea that they've had or they've been thinking about for a long time, then we'll feel like we've made a difference. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's really cool. And, you know, um, with your, the size that you have now, um, what are you, what, I guess, what is the culture like that you guys have with 10 people? Yeah, look, it's, um, we're um, a startup and we're new. I'm also learning a lot. And um, one of the things that I try to instill in the team is that we, we believe in a, uh, the, the flattening of the perceived hierarchy in an organization so everybody can have a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely try to uh, make everyone feel uh, that they, any idea that they may have to make our product or service better is 100% welcomed. Um, and it does not, um, uh, I guess, hold more weight than my idea or anybody else's. So the culture that we're trying to have is that everybody has a voice and that um, um, any idea can work as long as it can work for, for our business model. Yeah. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. And, you know, with your young kind of uh, start, um, could you actually let us know about any, I guess, mistakes that you've made that, and I guess, how would you recommend for other entrepreneurs out there to go about those mistakes? Hmm. Um, I mean, there, I, there's a few, um, yeah, I, I guess the big one is focus on onboarding, um, and the importance of onboarding a client and an employee, mm-hmm. you know, um, I now realize that the, the, the most important window of a relationship is about, it's probably the first four to six weeks that can be with a client that if that for first four to six weeks um, are not incredible. And, and if there's drop-offs in communication, and that actually applies both to bringing people on board as employees or, or clients, that those four to six weeks are, could be deal breakers. So um, just really um, putting as much energy as possible on cultivating an incredible relationship, letting them know that they can trust you and that you're there and you're responding right away you're meeting deadlines and you're going above and beyond for them then that could predict the next you know three to four months and hopefully into the future so my the 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 one mistake we made is that especially in the beginning when there's demand we get excited we want to take on different clients but we also have to be very aware of our bandwidth and and Mm -hmm. those clients that we actually bring on board is give them everything possible um, and, uh, because that has, um, uh, um, great sort of effects long-term. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I can think of. Yeah. But there's yeah. so many mistakes, you know, listen, there's, uh, I'm, I'm still learning on a daily basis. I have a lot to learn and, um, you know, yeah, there's just, uh, it's, it's just a never ending process. Yeah. I mean, yeah, life is definitely about learning and learning from your mistakes, especially, and having that mindset to continue forward and just see what you need to tweak. I will say now that sorry, and, and as we're talking about this, there's this well, when we started off, or even like before we started, there was just so many ideas. Cause you know, I've been in marketing for eight plus years. Everyone on the team has has um, quite a bit of experience in marketing. The the challenge we had in the beginning is that we wanted to do so much in marketing, so many different things from SEO mm-hmm. to uh, web design to 
social media, et cetera. And uh, the challenge was that, like, how do we figure out what, what, um, what's to focus on? And a friend of mine recommended for me to read this book called Built to Sell. I don't remember the author now, but it, it literally changed the entire uh, thought process on building a company. The book mm-hmm. is about actually the, this marketing guy. Have you read that book? I have not. It's, it's amazing. I definitely recommend it. I apologize that I don't remember um, the, the author. But uh, the idea behind it is that there's this guy who's in the process of running a marketing agency, I think, in New York City. And he is kind of all over the place with uh, what he offers and what he sells and, and, and his core um, offerings. And um, there's a mentor that he has a conversation with about how to focus on one, two, or three things. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just a, a lot easier to scale and it's a lot easier to create a model around um, something that's hyper-focused. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I might have to check that out. You said built for... Uh, built to sell. And, built uh, I'm to sorry, sell. I don't... Yeah, I don't remember the author's name, but it's a fair. It's if you Google it or you go to Amazon, it's like the the there's one that you know comes up and it has incredible reviews. I think every founder or everyone who's thinking about starting a company should read that book. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, I know you mentioned the services that you guys provide. Um, could you actually give another breakdown of what those are and which one is like your main? I guess you could say like bread and butter. That's a good question. So, um, you know, from a social media standpoint, I think it's pretty straightforward. We provide anything from brand strategy to organic posting to media buying. Um, reputation management is a little bit different. I think it's a very niche space. Uh, essentially, uh, it, it means that if somebody posts something negative about your company or you as an individual online, it could be anything from a negative Yelp review to a Google review to a video to a blog post. Anything that, that's on a web, we help get rid of that content, um, but also we provide sort of communication guidelines on how to um, respond to a, a crisis situation. So, and wow. again, the spectrum of what could happen is so wide that we've seen everything imaginable, but there's quite a bit of demand for it. And um, so from a bread and butter standpoint, I think we, we've certainly seen way more demand for for this service than anything else just because the the internet is a very big place and anybody Mm -hmm. can say anything about anybody and you know reputation is important especially if you're running a business because that that can impact how many clients you're getting and 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 your revenue streams etc so we've seen quite a bit of demand and uh from a video production standpoint i i certainly think that so we provide uh, services for startups, law firms, hospitals, um, anyone in a corporate sector, in a nonprofit sector. Uh, and the idea is that we provide a service of storytelling in an interview setting, kind of like this, but with much better cameras um, <laughs> and a professional uh, production set. And um, that is the three things that we offer at the moment. Gotcha. So the second one kind of has like almost like a PR touch to it. Yeah, you can say that. It's a very niche space. Um, I've been in it, you know, I've been um, sort of a part of it. I've had experience in it for basically for the entirety of my marketing career. Um, And 
So yes and no. It does have a, a, PR, a crisis PR standpoint where we do provide communication guidelines on how to respond correctly, timing, mm -hmm. uh, messaging, taking accountability for what happened or not. Uh, but from a reputation management standpoint, we we offer services in removing content that is posted about you or your company. And the, the way it works is that we're specialists in understanding policy, um, specifically when it comes to content guidelines or any any uh, privacy policy, so that we look for ways that whatever is posted violates the, the policy of the company. So say the company is YouTube or Google or Yelp or any other website. And then we figure out how we can position the argument to uh, the said company to to say that this violates your your policy in this capacity and this is why it should be removed. And I think the challenge is that the average consumer does not is, is not aware that those content guidelines do exist. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of uh, understanding the policy and framing the argument correctly. The biggest challenge is that you know more often than not you only have one shot of um, contesting some kind of negative content that's been posted on you online and if you don't position the argument correctly then it will likely stay there permanently unless there's you know um some kind of legal action involved gotcha okay cool cool uh we are getting low on time now so i do have two last questions for you yeah uh the first one is do you have any other advice or tips for those trying to start their own businesses or entrepreneurs who are in the space now, but still, you know, trying to figure out the ins and outs. Yeah. Um, I think whatever it is you do, you're thinking about, uh, do it and do it today. Um, try to think about it from a standpoint. I think, you know, a lot of us again, spend time on calculating the potential risk and what this or that could cost them, but frame that a little bit differently and try to uh, calculate the, the cost of inaction of, of you not following through on that idea and what that could potentially cost you or the people, the people impacted. And um, I think once you frame it that way, you'll see a difference, but also it's just, it's so incredible. And I would love for everyone to experience the feeling of, of having an idea and following through with it and then seeing uh, people um, really get excited about what you've built. It's just like, really, there's nothing like it. And I would love for, you know, as many people as possible to, to experience that feeling. Yeah. I love that. It's such a euphoria. It seems like, you know, to have an idea, be able to follow through with it, make it a reality and then see other people enjoy it. I feel like, yeah, that would definitely put me on cloud nine for sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and my last question, thank you for that, by the way. Um, last yeah. question would be, or I guess it's not really a question. Well, kind of, but could you actually close by explaining where people could find you and your company online? And if you have any social media handles as well? Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, our website is yellowtree.co. Um, our social media tags, um, are, um, yellow tree marketing. So that's, um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok. So you can definitely find our content there. And if you ever, you know, want to uh, follow up with me, I'm just Kevin Caminar on LinkedIn. That is the place where I'm most active. I'm not really active on Twitter. I know a lot of people uh, post Twitter, but LinkedIn is probably the best way to, to reach out. And, and honestly, if anybody ever wants to just exchange ideas, 
or talk about this or that. I love those conversations. So definitely encourage anybody to reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. You all know where to find Kevin Kamnyar and Yellow Tree Marketing. And I want to thank you again for coming onto the show and letting us know about your vision, uh, where you are now, and just your journey. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. And to you that joined in, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Action and Ambition Podcast with your host, Dominique Linton and Kevin Caminar signing off. All right. Thanks for listening to Action and Ambition with your host, Andrew Metal. Please leave a review and subscribe and go to andrewmetal.com for all the exclusive lessons, behind-the-scenes footage, and video content of the show. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Action and Ambition, and we'll see you on the next episode. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.